This is A-State Connections on KASU. I'm Jonathan Reeves. This is the weekly segment called A-State Connections and Create at State, making connections that count. In this episode, we get an update on a plant growth chamber project that fifth graders at Nettleton STEAM are working on. It's part of the NASA Downlink educational curriculum taking place this year. In this interview, I talk with Nettleton STEAM facilitator Kelly Cochran, fifth grade science teacher Cindy Coonan, and fifth grade students Sam Sawyer, Candon Butler, and Ella McMasters. And here is the interview. So, uh, Kelly, another part of the NASA Downlink curriculum that we've been kind of talking about this year is that you all are working on plant growth chambers on a lunar base. Tell us about this project. Sounds really, really fascinating. Oh, it is. Our fifth grade steamers have been researching plant growth chambers and how they can help sustain the shelf life of produce on a lunar base. They have Zoomed with community partners to gain knowledge about what they would need for constructing these chambers. They've been sketching their designs and they've also started building prototypes. So eventually what they plan to do is they'll choose one prototype per class to actually build out of real supplies. And Ms. Coonan, our fifth grade science teacher, she will tell you all about them. Now, Kelly, how did you come up with the project? Well, plant growth chambers were one of the contributions that the International Space Station had engineered, and they're now being used in laboratories all over Earth to develop the best way to be able to sustain life in space, especially in those future missions to the moon and Mars. So this project was a great fit into the projects that our fifth grade teachers were already implementing cross-curricularly. They have aeroponic growing systems called Tower Gardens that they maintain in their classroom. And last year, our fifth graders built above ground beds and colonial hot boxes outside. So when I found this NASA project, I just thought it would allow them to take their plant project focus and give it a little NASA twist. Very good. That's Kelly Cochran will be coming back to her in just a few minutes. Cindy Coonan joins us right now. And Cindy, how have you been building background knowledge with your students about the plant growth chambers? Well, we started by giving our students a call to action to design a plant growth chamber that would help improve air quality and sustain shelf life of produce for a longer period of time. So then we looked at the criteria, we looked at the constraints, they analyzed those areas and then they began their research. We've also Zoomed with Hillary Fletcher, who is a nutritional coach at Natural Grocers. She provided examples of produce and explained the shelf life and the effects of ethylene gas. We Zoomed with Luna Acosta, who's an incubator manager. She provided students with insight into innovative entrepreneurship and solving problems of pe with people's needs. Um, we also Zoomed with a NASA engineer, Tracy Prater, and she talked with the students about 3D printing on the International Space Station. And that gives them an opportunity to solve problems without getting information from Earth. They can just do it right on site. Um, 
Also, they um, talked about recycling the trash that they have on the International Space Station to use as filament for those 3D printers. Um, on Friday, Mr. Harris from A-State sent us videos, virtual videos of A-State's plant growth chambers so that the students got to explore and investigate um, temperature, light intensity, water, nutrients, and humidity. Um, our students have also set up and maintained two tower gardens in our classroom where they planted um, seeds in rock wool and started um, making having those towers set up they also have to check the ph every week two or three times to make sure those um, plants will continue to grow they have also planted raised gardens that we have vegetables planted in and also started um, planting uh, cover crops so they get the beds ready for the spring so they're getting a lot of practical experience Okay, they've also built individual hydroponic jars that they take home, they're going to take home and collect data from. Um, there are no answers that we give them, they have to research everything. Okay, so they've done extensive detailed research into what would be the most suitable environment for plants. This is fantastic, and I bet it was really cool being able to Zoom with all of those different people, like the astronaut, and I bet, how cool was that to be able to be part of that, Cindy? Oh, it was amazing. The students were just mesmerized by everything she had to say. <laughs> Um, she told them so much information about the how harsh the lunar surface was and just a lot of information they can use for their projects. And I know we're going to talk to some of the students about that here in just a second, but how does this project tie in with the next generation science standards? Well, we could actually extend this project all year because we hit so many standards. We've already touched on Earth's uh, systems, the geosphere, the biosphere, the hydrosphere, and the atmosphere. We've talked about space systems. We've talked about gravity, microgravity, um, matter and energy within the ecosystem, plants, uh, growing conditions. We've done lots on engineering and technology. Um, so the students really define the criteria and broke it apart, and then their, their questions drive the instruction. They drive the instruction, the standards even to be covered with their questions. Cindy Coonan is a lead teacher of this project, a fifth grade science teacher at Nettleton Schools and Nettleton STEAM. Um, I, and we'll be coming back to Cindy here in just one second, but right now we want to talk to, about the project itself. We have fifth grade students that are joining us here on the podcast. Sam Sawyer, also Candon Butler, and Ella McMasters uh, all joining us here on the Created State podcast. And all the students, welcome. Good morning and thanks for joining us. Sam, let's go ahead and bring you on board here and tell us if you don't mind about the prototypes you are building for this project. Well, the prototypes me and my classmates are building for this project are plant growth chambers designed to improve air quality, um, improve plant shelf life, and give the astronauts more water. 
Um, mine specifically is going to have a water net to capture water in microgravity. It's also going to have uh, LEDs to mimic day and night. Um, and it's also going to have uh, solar panels. It's going to be powered by solar panels, which will almost always have light because the crater they're landing on is on the on a spawn moon that almost always has light. Fantastic. Candon, let's talk to you for just one second. How would a project like this help sustain life on the moon, Candon? Uh, to see if we can actually keep things alive in a harsh environment on the moon. If the project is successful, then we might have a higher chance of living on the moon because people can grow their own food and they already found water on the moon, which is called lunar water. Also, we can find, try to find out how to live on the next planet, maybe Mars. Then we could find which planet can a NASA space base fit in, fit on, but we can live in that space base to do tests and experiments in space. All right, Candon, thank you. Ella, tell us about the prototype that you're building for the project. How does it match the criteria you were given? The criteria for the setup of our plant growth chamber is the size of 10 squared feet and the volume of three cubic feet or less. It has to be an independent structure and it needs to be easy to access. We have researched about plants and we find the answers and do our own research. We are designing our chambers. Our classes have used experiments to help with this project. The chambers have to control water, nutrients, temperature, and light intensity. For the light, we will use red and blue. These lights are the best to grow plants. I will add a temperature and light control to the top of the chamber. Bacteria will be used for the nutrients. I will use a pipe to transport the bacteria and water into the chamber. The pipe will be located on the side of the chamber. The reason I do not water the plants the normal way is because of microgravity. Everything just floats in space. Very good. Thank you, Ella. Let's go back to Sam Sawyer. Sam, how would a prototype like yours help astronauts now and in the future? A prototype like mine will help astronauts. A prototype like mine will help astronauts now and, and in the future by improving their air quality, creating more drinking water, and just overall extending the plant shelf life. Okay, thank you. Candon Butler will ask you what kind of research have you completed for this project? I have complete, done a lot of research on, on this project. My, but my favorite ones were gravity gardens and plants. We've done a lot of stuff with plants and gardens, like we have a tower garden in a classroom, but we also have air gardens in the other classrooms. But the whole fifth grade has their own plants in a jar, which we have to take a picture every Friday. Very good. Ella McMasters, what was it like talking to a NASA engineer, Tracy Prater, about this project? <laughs> We were so glad to meet a NASA engineer. Tracy Prater was kind and taught us many things about engineering in space. She talked about using 3D printers. They use the 3D printers to solve many problems while they're in space. They have a limited work area in space and the 3D printer helps. Trash is used in 3D printing which solves other problems. 
She talked about how the moon is very harsh. She gave us a lot of valuable information. Ms. Prater helped with our chambers by showing us a video. We appreciate the time she shared with us. Very good. One thing I want to ask all the students real fast, and so I'm going to get Sam to come back on here for just a second. And I'm going to ask the same question to Candon and also to Ella. What have you enjoyed most about this project? Sam, I'm going to start with you. What have you enjoyed most about this? Well, the thing I've enjoyed most is definitely building our prototypes because we've been researching all week and we really get to be creative and put our own ideas into how we're going to build this prototype and what it's going to have and everything we're going to add. Very good. Sam Sawyer, thank you so much. Candon Butler, let's ask you, uh, my friend, what have you enjoyed most about this project? The thing I've enjoyed most about the project was the research. So when somebody asked me a question, I could tell them all about it and teach them everything I know. Fantastic. Ella McMasters, what have you enjoyed most about this project? My favorite part of this project is being able to do our own project research on our own. You can still ask for help, but if you can't, then you can ask a teacher. Ms. Coonan doesn't always give you the answers. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where the research comes in. Isn't that right, Cindy? <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> so, Cindy, I know you must be proud of all the work that the students are doing. What's it been like seeing the students work on this project? When the students were given the call to action, they were so motivated to find solutions. They uncovered details on earth, but then they had to extend it to the learning to the plant chamber if it was on a lunar surface. So it adds an extra part to their learning. They examined the criteria, they broke it down into very precise details. Um, they also collaborate a lot. When they find something um, out, something very intensive that they think other students need to know, they share it, like a plant that gives off more oxygen or intensity of certain types of light. They're always willing to share with each other. And when students even heard about the water that's been found on the moon, they immediately started investigating to see what they could use from that. <laughs> Fantastic. What is the value of a project like this in the way that students are learning? Oh, it's so exciting. It's amazing. Project-based learning is so important for our students. They're using 21st century skills, problem solving with real community issues, uh, collaborating with others. They're not just asking questions, but they're thinking critically, they're coming up with solutions and they're being creative with it. They're designing new products. They have an in-depth understanding um, because they're doing the research on their own. So they find, they build that understanding, but they're finding their own voice. They are self-confident. They're not afraid to fail. Um, they're empowered because they have ownership of their projects. One thing that's really important to me, and that is that they're not afraid to try. They're not afraid to fail because they can try again. It's okay. Um, they're building, we're building lifelong learners. Um, we're also training students for jobs that haven't even been created yet. How much more amazing can that be? 
fifth grade science teacher, Cindy Kunin. Thank you for the work that you're doing. We really appreciate that. And Kelly Cochran is the Nettleton STEAM facilitator. I want to kind of ask you just a little bit about, I know you've seen the students work together on these projects and work so hard on these things. And Cindy kind of talked a little bit about this. What are your thoughts on seeing how the students are collaborating with each other, working with each other on this project and also the other projects they've been doing so far this year? Well, it is just truly inspirational to watch these students get so passionate about um, things that they could possibly do in the future. You know, they are a part of the Artemis generation, which is the generation of students, um, the age that they are right now. They could be part of the Artemis expedition, which is the first woman next man on the moon. And so that just gives me chills to think about that, that we are um, ex exposing them to these experiences where they could further this and go into a career. Um, so you're just planting those seeds of the opportunities and all the things that they could be part of when they're older. Um, also, like Cindy said, um, you're building problem solvers and uh, students who are not afraid to make mistakes and fail. And that's so important because you don't always get it on the first try. Um, the thing about it is, is how you respond to it. So if you just keep trying over and over again, you have never lost or failed. Um, and you're never labeled as a failure. You just haven't found the way that works just yet. Fantastic. So I know this is part of many great projects that are taking place. So I'm really excited about what the future is going to bring. So tell us about what's next. Oh my goodness. We have so much going on at STEAM right now. So currently our third graders are working on designing and building water filtration systems. That's yet another contribution of the International Space Station. Um, and they've been testing those. They've actually got to go in and teach about pH to third graders. That was really fun. Um, and our fourth grade classrooms are designing and building robotic arms that can perform certain tasks, just like on those spacewalks that astronauts are doing outside the, the space station. So there's some really amazing projects going on throughout Nettleton STEAM. But we also have some exciting news. We've received official word from NASA that our in-flight educational downlink, where our students will have a live 20-minute conversation with astronauts aboard the International Space Station, will take place. We have a date now on December 10th. And they've given us a window of time, anywhere from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on that day. And as we get closer to the event, they'll give us more of a 15-minute or a 20-minute time slot for that. Um, so we're so excited for this amazing opportunity, opportunity, not just for our steamers, but for the entire state of Arkansas. We are also including some global partners through Jan Pascal, um, Every Child is Ours nonprofit organization. So there will be students in Acuna, Mexico, in um, the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota. And also, I've been talking with Zodwa um, from South Africa, Johannesburg, and the Kanana school community will be joining us also and having their own watch party. So just to be able to extend that experience to not just our Kansans, but for the entire world is very exciting. And also, 
lots going on. Um, on December 1st and 2nd, we will have the PBS um, Arkansas Ideas production crew on our campus. They will be filming footage of our students working on these NASA projects, and they'll interview students and teachers about their experiences, experiences throughout. Um, this video series will become a teacher professional development that will be on Arkansas Ideas, where all Arkansas teachers can access projects and lessons to implement in their own classrooms. So we have lots of great things going on. I can only imagine how exciting that's going to be to be able to have uh, that downlink where you're talking with uh, astronauts from the International Space Station. Super cool. Great opportunity. <laughs> That's going to be great. Cindy, I know you've got to be excited about that as well. Yes, all the students are so excited. We're preparing, we're writing questions to ask the astronauts. So the kids are really excited. Nettleton STEAM facilitator Kelly Cochran, fifth grade science teacher Cindy Coonan, and fifth grade students Sam Sawyer, Candon Butler, and Ella McMasters are all on this week's Created State segment and podcast. To hear more interviews like this one, you can subscribe to the Created State podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And take KASU with you wherever you go. You can also listen to podcast segments on the new KASU mobile app. And please tell others about the Created State podcast and leave us a five-star review. We would love to hear from you. You're listening to A-State Connections and Created State, making connections that count. I'm Jonathan Reeves. Jonathan Reeves.